thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. It's March. Oh, wait. I'm your host and the author of the piece you're going to hear today, The Grey Knight. Hello, you can call me Jack. Uh, most of you call me Daddy. And all I can say is, what, how blessed I am for that. No, no irony. Uh, sometimes it still <laughs> takes me a, just a little bit aback. Women with, um, women with profound, articulate, wonderful, full personalities and lives, and they still give me little daddies with hard eye emojis, and you know, I feel I feel pretty feel pretty lucky on that one. I feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, as you can tell, I didn't come super prepared with this introduction. Sorry. Sometimes I ramble, but that's why we put the timestamps in there. <laughs> So you can skip ahead, and you can just think, "Oh, I hate this." This is for the this is for the people who literally say they would listen to me read a phone book, even though I don't actually believe that, and are just putting me on right before a drive, or doing the dishes or something like that. You know, it's killing time anyway. It's like uh, it's like not being alone. That's what I do with podcasts anyway. So, you know, hi, how you doing? You rubbing you rubbing them dishes? You using that turn signal? That's a that's a very good girl. <laughs> How's your year going? My year stinks so far. And that is not a segue that I'm about to start ranting or or saying anything negative. Au contraire, my friends. I actually am giving myself pretty good marks. Because if it's, if it's not great, and I keep going, and I keep pushing, then that has to mean something good. That has to mean that some amount of, of energy and development, uh, so, some amount of my long-term planning has to have paid off. Right? Uh, I, I, I'm feeling, well... I'm feeling much more capable than usual. When I get down, when I get frustrated, I have very little qualms and quarrels about saying it because it's not as scary to me anymore. It's not as frustrating. It's not as difficult. And with that, there's a a freedom. A freedom to just be me. A freedom that I've always had and embraced, but have always punished myself for. I have lived a very strange life, just by the numbers, right? Uh, kind, of a, kind of a strange stat. You know, people immediately don't believe this one, but at least on paper. How many millionaires do you think there are in America, right? People get this one quite a bit wrong in their estimations, I find. If you just casually bring it up in your in your Bolshevik-laden conversations like I do. You know, if you had to guess, how many are there? And the answer is, depending on who you ask and how you qualify, blah, 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 at least 20 million. Right? You don't ever really see an estimate beneath that. 
around, or at least by, by very broad measurements, 5 to 10% of Americans are millionaires. <laughs> yeah, a club that I've never been allowed to, to mingle with, and they're very, they're very, uh, I mean, I, I did with that one woman I, I saw for a long time. But, you know, they made it very clear that right, that's not where I should have been. And probably right. But when you think about millionaires or you read all those books uh, that are about how, how, you know, super buff and hot they are, because that, that still sells. I thought that that was just going to be a period of time uh, um, after Christopher Gray. What's his name? Christian Gray. Christopher Gray. <laughs> like, like he would have such a normal name. Uh, I thought I thought it was all kind of riding the coattails, you know, like when Hunger Games became popular, and then suddenly every book cover, like every time you were in an airport uh, bookstore or you actually walked into a bookstore, like it was the eighteen hundreds, you know, like uh, every time you you glance at a bunch of covers, you would see way too many. That was one young young woman. Between two super hottie dudes. You know what I'm talking about? Like, after the Hunger Games for a while there, there was just, like, a lot of, oh, oh, the world is important, and also these two hunks, even though that's not what the Hunger Games was about at all. (laughs) Even though that's just the C plot of the Hunger Games, with the B plot being the fashion. Um, You know, I thought it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be... Billionaires are, are riding the coattails. No. We're about, f- what, 15 years into billionaire romances. And maybe they existed before. They just didn't hit my periphery. But they did, certainly, with all the all the, all the the gray stuff. Because it kind of caught, obviously caught my eye with my name. And it's just never let up. So they're, they're presented as these mysterious creatures... I guess, you know, billionaires are much rarer, of course, than millionaires. But people, but a dude who has enough money that if, like, you know, you hooked up with him, everything about your life changes. Not that rare. You know? Yeah, uh, young, young, attractive woman dating old, not attractive guy. Uh, perhaps I repeat myself. A stereotype for a reason. Like it or not. That's just, that's just the patriarchy. Sweetheart. Uh... <laughs> So, weird, weird segue, I know, but when you think about how rare and elusive a millionaire is presented as in books and movies and articles, and then there's just so fucking many of them, there's not even a million of me, much less 20 million of me, right? There's not, I don't think, a hundred thousand of me, and I understand how self-aggrandizing that can sound, but... Sincerely, I've lived a weird, lonely, strange, not, you know, cohabitating for all that long with women, never married, no children, uh, kept switching jobs and careers because I just wanted to be happy. What a stupid fucking life goal that is, right? And I've lived a very strange and unusual life. That's all there is to it. I don't have any wisdom for you. Uh, besides, don't do it. 
people don't do it for a good reason. You can use me as a bad example. That's how I can be very, very useful to people. But it's true. I, and I've, I've really come to embrace it in these last uh, four and some months. Uh, I've had a lot of time to think about it with my, with my injury and trying to heal. And, you know, the question of if you could do it again, the rumination, what would you change? What do you want to do differently about your life going forward? These questions naturally come up in such a period. Um, and then not to throw too much at you all at once, because I still, you know, still have the booze on occasion, but uh, I, I have not been able to get weed delivered. So I've been quite sober for almost all of it. Um, didn't even have pain medication for the first couple of days. Uh, so, you know, this has been a period of sobriety and reflection, and it's tough. I'm just going to level with you right now. It's tough. Cleaning from a chair is so much harder than cleaning. Cooking from a chair is so much more difficult than cooking. I, I hope it's not too much to say that I am temporarily disabled, right? I'm injured uh, to the point that I have a real disability. And I've always been, I'd like to think, pretty good, pretty aware, pretty given in, in my mind, in my words, uh, in my personality to people who were disabled. But of course, now I have a different take on it, a much more personal take on it. It's, you know, it's one thing to write a wheelchaired character, which I, which I did for a failed screenplay, um, and think that's cool, that's representation, that's a, you know, it's a three-dimensional woman in that chair. Good job, dude. And then it's another to live it. And it's, it's hard, right? Because I'm on, I'm on my own. And <laughs> the cat doesn't care, right? She, she, uh, she wants the exact same level of treatment as before. And so I'm proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself. I'm not having breakdowns. I'm not yelling at people. I'm not doing anything besides sometimes saying like, ooh, I need some extra time. Ooh, I need some extra space. Ooh, life isn't fun for me right now, and I need to recharge my batteries. And that's a perfectly acceptable thing for anybody to say. I mean, if I'm going to live such a life unusual, then I should also reap the rewards from it as well, right? At least that's what I think. And, you know, just, just to be frank, a large portion of, of what's, you know, been holding me back and everything is just no health insurance. And, you know, living in a living in a society that just doesn't care. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say that. They care very much about, you know, make, making, you know, money off people. Um, but it, it's been very hard, of course, because I don't have a, a primary uh, health care provider anymore. Uh, and what I've discovered recently is that even if I call up and I, I say to a place, hello, can I schedule... Uh, this procedure, and I'm not talking about surgery or anything, like, hello, can I schedule this visit, or what have you. I don't have insurance, but I can pay up front. Is sometimes they'll literally just hang up on me. 
what they usually do is say, yeah, 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 we'll call you back, and then they never do. That's rough. <laughs> you know? That's difficult, because we're talking about something that's infirmed me. And smart as I am, which isn't smart enough, no matter how much you fill in that blank, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever category, however you sort, smart as I am, I can't think my way out of this one, right? I can't study my way out of this one. And it's just been frustrating. It's just been hard. Being lonely and then having the choice of company is one thing. Being lonely and stuck and trapped is another. And that's where I've been. In a difficult situation, by my own making a design, and trapped there. And it has made me wonder, it has made me think about what would I have done differently? Not just to not be here right now, but not be here at all, right? Not be here in this situation in any way, shape, or form. And I have to say, those thoughts not very productive. So what I've been doing more recently, more 2023 now, is trying to project my mind forward, right? Doing my best with what I have, what's done is done, and just trying to find a way to give, to be, to honor, to forward. And I really hope that that's coming through. I really, really hope that it's, that it's showing in some way. Because if it's not, I'm not sure what else I can do. Uh, this is not like a, I'm bailing out a boat and the water's coming in too fast. I've used metaphors like that in the past when depression was really, really heavy. It's not like that. It's just more of a, boy, I've got a, I've got a real, real firm range of mobility right now, and I've got only so many options that I can, I can move forward with, and I'm earnestly trying to pursue them, earnestly trying to move forward with them. Uh, and in addition to that, I'm trying to give what I can and be great at it. So I really hope that's coming through. And if it is, tell me, because that would mean the world to me. And if it's not, I, th I think I can be a grown-up just this one time I can be a big boy and tell me why and how it's not. Because I am in this to win this. I don't want to go backwards anymore. I don't want to retreat into my navel ever again. And this is one of those times, there's been a couple of them since I started this project, where I say, if I can do it now, I can always do it. So do it now. If I can do this now, if I can make progress and keep going forward or hold myself up, 
If I can do that today, I can do it any fucking day. So am I doing it? I sure fucking hope so. And I hope you think so, too. If you're wondering why I was talking about millionaires and billionaires, it's because it was on my mind, uh, just perusing uh, romance books that were much more successful than mine. And that led me to today's piece. So without any further, I guess that's, is that too much of a, I, I've see, I've gotten this critique and I'm trying to apply it. Is that too quick of a switch? I don't really know how to come, I guess, I don't really know how to come down, right? How do you descend from that uppercut to God that I just ended on to, and now here's some sexy shit. <sighs> See, maybe I could plan these out better. I guess, I guess that's, that's a note I'm willing to take. Uh, so, once again, uh, if I can do it now, I can always fucking do it. And speaking of doing it, did you know that that's a phrase that you can talk about having sex times with? Im implicitly, with implication? Because it is. It, having over 70 definitions from the last time I looked it up in a dictionary, uh, and then, of course, doing, being fairly vague as well. So, if I can do it, you can do it too. And the do it is the same, which means a finger going into a, a hand that's curved. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how you do it, right? Yeah. That was, that's transitioning from personal to sexy real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way anybody would think otherwise on that one. Uh, so, here's a piece. Uh, inspired by a fan that I put my own little spin on. They asked for vintage uh, erotica, and <laughs> I tried. To, I really tried to take that seriously, but then I looked up vintage erotica shit just real quick, just to know what my springboard was, and I was like, eh, "Let's let's go a little bit more contemporary, Jack." And that ooh, I kind of like that voice. Uh, so that's. That's what we're going with. So, without further ado, a fusion. It's a fan request that I that I put my own spin on, uh, and uh, it's it's about uh, billionaire boys. Enjoy. Okay, just what the hell are you reading? Hi. Yes, I was trying to surprise you. Did I do it? Looks like I did. What is this? Ah uh ah! -uh, stop trying to hide it. Nope. No, 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 no. Your eyes have been glazed all over. I need to see this, okay? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, no. Baby. Baby. Seriously? The bad boy billionaire's black book? Seriously. I... 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 I don't even know what to say. Yes, I know it's just a fantasy, but that's coming from the woman who says if I ask you to wear a fucking plaid skirt and pigtails, that we have to have a talk. So, which is it? That sexual fantasies are harm- Uh-huh, that's what I fucking thought. I- No, no, I'm not mad. Well, yes, actually, I am disappointed. I- 
Just the name alone. How'd you get past the name? How'd you get past the name and say, you know what? Let's give that one a shot. Baby, who am I into? Who, who are you right now? You're not, you're not a little way into this fucking book, are you? You're fucking almost done. <sighs> what? Oh, oh my god, of course his name is Gavin. So what does Gavin do for you? Uh-huh. Mm, I'm not really listening to you, I'm just reading. Mm-mm. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, well, you know... Hats off to him. He got a lot done by the age of 27. (laughs) I won't tease you about it too much. I just... The thing is... You're a very, very beautiful woman. You're intelligent. You have... All three dimensions, I check religiously. So, (laughs) I, uh, uh, I've opened a little bit of a black box here, haven't I? Maybe I should have let you kept this secret, you know? Maybe I should have just let you hold it to your ample bosom. All right, all right, all right. Come on, don't get too sour. Here you go. You can play with Gavin all you... Oh, what what are you pulling on my wrist, baby? What's this? What's this? What's going on? Oh, baby. No, I'm not jealous. I'm a little jealous. What? I can't compete with Gavin. (sighs) Oh, hmm. Uh Uh-huh, it's always a fucking Gavin or a Spence or a Lucius. Uh Uh-huh, not just in the books either, my real life too. That's who I've always been competing with. It's never Joe, it's always Armand. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-uh, you don't gotta soothe me, I've already admitted I did wrong. I peeked, I looked, it made me insecure. You are a wonderful, beautiful woman just for putting up with my nonsense. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh, really? What's that? What's that? What's the one thing that Gavin for sure wouldn't do? <laughs> uh, I guess there's no surprises there. Mm-mm. You know, I, uh, I, I understand that I may get some heat for this one, but uh, I've thought the same. You know, like Oprah and the gal who made Spanx and all the other female billionaires, I always thought, like, You know, I bet there's not a lot of genitals going in their mouths, you know, unless they really want them there. I bet there's not. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow, two-thirds the way through the book, and it hasn't happened. I, I'm with you. It probably isn't. What's, uh... What's uh what's he saving it for? The big uh the big hedge fund merger or something like that? Uh, yeah, if it hasn't happened by now, probably isn't. Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, you like that? You want you, you want me to bring it back just a little bit for old time's sake? <sighs> just for you. Oh, really? Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll make you a deal. Since you're so into Gavin, anyway. And I am not going to like what I find between your legs right now. Uh-uh. I'm not going to enjoy how pre-stoked that fire is by this bullshit. Oh, I'd rather you were masturbating to Chris Martin and I caught you. No, I'll make you a deal. If you keep reading, I'll keep going. Uh-uh. You gotta hold up the fucking tablet, and you gotta read it. And I gotta be able to hear you reading it. No, I don't want you to read out loud, because that would also offend my poor, poor little ego. And we've done enough of that today, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I just have to hear those little periodic taps, and I'll know if you're bullshitting, because that's exactly what summoned me out here. I know when you're reading, and I know when you're not. Uh-huh. I also know when you're scrolling endlessly on your fucking phone. Yeah, I do. Uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, this is fucking ridiculous. I wish I didn't know. This would be so hot. I could pretend that all of what your pussy's doing right now would be just for me. Oh, man. Oh, man, what'd I do? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Baby, 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 baby. Hmm. We gotta get you some... Better books or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, a little too much stubble? A little too much I don't give a shit. Just gonna grab your thighs. And while you're sitting here, just kind of drape them over my shoulders. Uh-huh. Slide my hands up and down them and push in. Make you feel that heat from my palm. Cause I know that's what you like. <laughs> that's something that nobody could give you, regardless of their status. Uh-uh. They could give you something new, but they couldn't give you exactly what you like. There's only one way you get that, and that's if you know someone who knows you and wants to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Just a light little pinch hold, my thumbs on your hips, 
my other fingers reaching around to your back, just holding you there because that's where you need to be. I think you taste even better than you look. <laughs> Which isn't saying anything, because of course you're just sitting around reading today, so you're nothing... Uh, okay, alright, no need to fucking choke me out with your thighs, just a fucking line. Come on, I need to hear you reading. If you don't finish with Gavin, he'll always be your lover, and I just, I just can't stand that. going? You gotta keep reading. You can't fucking loosen up. Come on. Do you want me to keep going or not? You like that, do you? You like the way my voice reverberates in that pussy? Huh? Is that what you like? Uh-huh.
ますああ、うん。I breathe just fine down there, thank you very much. I have other holes. Ah, that's how I keep my tongue going like that. That's the real magic. Whip that shit like it's Castlevania, baby. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. I know, but come on. Some 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 people can roll their tongues and some people can roll their tongues. Let me take a little pride in it. Ah, uh huh. When you say "not bad for a white boy," that's when I know. That's when I fucking know you were super into it. It's when you throw just a little shade. Ah, uh, um, mm hmm. Hmm. I love rubbing your thighs afterwards. <laughs> because normally you're so self-conscious about your body, but after I make you come with my tongue, you just fucking take anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to launch up and pee. Well, usually. You just sit there, and you're like... Human silly putty, just warm and fleshy, and I can move my hands all over you. Ah, it's so nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love touching you. Love touching you after. Because mm -hmm. I'm focused on the uh, task at hand. I am when I'm, you know, I'm doing when I'm doing my thing. Well, it's kind of embarrassing to say. 
There's no, there's, when, when I'm giving you pleasure, it sound, sounds like something Gavin would say. Don't hit me with the Kindle. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't hurt me. Don't knock me around. <sighs> when I'm eating you out, I'm focused on that. And then afterwards, you sit there and you're all happy and you're smiling or you're trying not to smile too big. I don't know what that's about. And you just let me touch you. <sighs> it's nice. Mm-hmm. And see, you think so too. Because you threw that tablet down, hands go right to my chest, look at you stroking me. Uh-huh. I'm not insecure. I'm just a little jealous. I promise. Well, because your eyes were all glazed over, I could hear you tap, 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 tap. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. When you hear me tapping like that, I'm playing cards or some shit. You, you hear me going, motherfucker, every once in a while. You know, it's not the same. You just disappeared like, no, you know, I'm just going just gonna to read for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a secret? Well, what is it? Oh, fuck, don't make me guess. Come on, we're having a good time. I hate that shit. I don't want to guess. Just tell me the secret. Come on. One good turn deserves another. Uh-uh. Yeah? As, as a matter of fact, I did know you weren't a billionaire. Why is that important? Oh. Oh. 